0: Welcome back to the Gray Space. I'm Zeke. That is Dre. Yeah, birds. And we got another fire interview for you guys this week.
1: Come on. Yeah. We If we're going to start 2024, we got to start 2024 off right. That's right. (laughs) But before we get into this fire interview, y'all know what to do. Subscribe, like, comment, share. Let the people know you are rocking with the Gray Space. Wherever you're listening, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're getting your podcast, make sure you leave that five-star review. It, it helps your boys, man. It mm-hmm. helps us get to the people. Now, we got a fire guest in the oh, building, man. my brother. Yes, we do. <laughs> our guest today is a Gray Space alumni, so you know it's going to be special. Mm-hmm. Guys, make sure you check out our first interview with this guest. Uh, to check out her origin story, and so much more. Her voice, presence, range, talent, and spirituality can only be described in one word, breathtaking. All right, that's that's two words. That's two two (laughs) words. Which further lets the people know that there are not enough words to explain how amazing she is. We've had the privilege of watching her demolish it over the last year with amazing performances, collabs and much more. Now I am saying so I'm going to out there and say something. It's something to be said that after you, you know I mean, interview on the Grace Base, you go crazy active after that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm <laughs> put a little disclaimer. <laughs> we have no direct effect on any guest career. All right, I'm right. just <laughs> put that out there for the streets. All jokes aside, our sister is back to talk her new project, Clouded Sulfur, which is a phenomenal execution of lyrics, storytelling, emotions, and, of course, vocal ability. We're about to dive in all things spiritual, musical, mental, and anything that ends with an O, an A L at the <laughs> end. We're going to dive in all that. Please welcome our sister, Shell, back to the gray space. Awesome. Ooh. Welcome back. Yeah. It's so good to have you back.
2: Breathtaking is one word, though. Just, just. Well, saying. I
1: split it up to make it two. Okay?
2: <laughs> so you was right the first time. Uh, I made it two.
1: <laughs> it sounded better that way. You know what I'm when I wrote it, it, it that's how I was, it worked out that
2: way. Right, you said one word, breathtaking, but that is one
1: word. Well, I paused, though. I said, breathtaking. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, so it's so nice to see you. Um... For one, what an amazing year for you on the outside looking in it was. I mean, I feel like every time I was on social media, one of the first five or six posts I was seeing was you somewhere just showing somebody, somebody's mama, somebody's grandma, <laughs> somebody's <laughs> daughter, somebody's son, somebody, some, but something, your amazing abilities. Um and I think what's been so dope about that is that, you know, we were able to dive into your origin story the first time you air, And to see that kind of blossom throughout this year, a lot of the things that you talked about that you were going through, that you had gone through, and kind of this person that you were becoming, and to see you go through that evolution has been amazing to watch. And then to have this album.
3: <laughs> right? And to listen
1: to this album mm-hmm. and then to hear it, <laughs> right? To hear literally everything we talked about and more is really amazing. So we're gonna get into this. Let's just let's just get into the meat and potatoes. First and foremost, how good of a goddamn year did you have last year?
2: I had a great year last year. Okay. I had a great year last year. I think I did over 100 shows. Wow. For the entire year. Nice. So, there was not a month last year that I was not performing, like you said, in everybody's faces. Mm -hmm. I dropped music last year. Mm -hmm. Um, I did a lot of features, like you said, last year. Mm -hmm. Nominated for R&B Artist of the Year last year. Shout out to that. Thanks. Um, So... I mean, it's always a good year for me. Every year is good. It's just how it surprises me, how it's good is always different.
1: Okay. So, I really, I'm just going to get right to that. Let's
2: get it. Let's just it. get right
1: into that. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Clouded sulfur. For one, explain to us the um, the meaning behind the name of it.
2: Yeah. So, uh, clouded sulfur is the name of a butterfly. Mm-hmm. Um, the species is, uh, specific to the southern region of America, but specifically like Arizona. You okay. You in Arizona. Um, and the reason why it's called clouded sulfur is because it's the same color of the chemical compound sulfur. So it's like that greenish, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, But there's actually two different versions. There's a clouded sulfur and a cloudless sulfur. Okay. So, in general, butterflies obviously mean transformation. And Mm. so, I felt like the butterfly really, like, represented just all the transitional phases that I feel like my music has gone through. Mm -hmm. And just the evolution of unfolding of, like, I guess, like, my creative vibe, I guess, if you'd say that, my brand. Okay. Um. On the album cover, the, it's actually, um, both the male and the female clouded sulfur. Okay. Um, combined into two to kind of just represent like the feminine and masculine aspects of me and like it being like unified. Okay. In this project. Fire. And so, yeah, I wanted to pick a butterfly. I wanted it to be native to Arizona because I'm from here mm-hmm. and I wanted it to express my evolution. And so, yeah, that's why I called it clouded sulfur versus cloudless because it's my perspective. It doesn't necessarily mean that it is the most accurate perspective of what life is and what I experienced, but yeah, I feel like the journey through the entire album really helped me to get to the next project, which is Cloudless Sulfur.
3: Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> here we go. We're Early. You out know what the, I'm saying? Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I was a great out get it. <laughs> I appreciate
0: it. Oh, man, that's awesome. <laughs> so. Yeah. You know what? Since we're here, let, let's talk about the flow of the album. Man. Because I find it one of the most amazing things I've listened to in recent memory, and I'm not kidding oh, around. Thank you. Um, because it, I, I want you to tell, like, was it very intentional of how everything was laid out? Because <coughs> for lack of a better term, it almost felt like I was reading a book. Yeah. You know, and it was like almost chapter by chapter of like, Almost going through your life, yeah. right, and mm-hmm. very personal things. And uh, talk talk to me about the flow. Did, how how long did it take you to get to this? Is what twenty two tracks if Correct. I'm
2: not mistaken. Yeah. So, um, so when I originally started formulating the project, I didn't have the order. Mm-hmm. Um, I really just had each of the songs, and I tried to figure out like a keyword for each of them. Mm-hmm. And so once I was able to, like, map it out based off of, like, certain emotions or certain experiences, then I decided, like you said, I wanted to tell that story and the transition Mm -hmm. of just life experiences. And so in the beginning, it kind of starts off with, like, dissociation and just me feeling like I'm a foreigner in this land and Mm -hmm. then, like, um, kind of. Learning like the first element of becoming human, which is like experiencing like heartbreak and pain. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it goes into that. And then it goes into like the next emotion, which is like forgiveness and learning to reconcile with yourself and with other people. Mm-hmm. And then it goes into like love. And then it talks about some of the other things like <coughs> parenthood and loss. And ego is really the last, the last thing that's kind of like it's like an afterthought.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, Seriously, I give you so much props for the way this is laid <laughs> Thank out. Thank yeah. Because I feel like a lot of times people will put out, and I'm not talking mixtape. I'm, I'm, I'm actually talking about actual projects. And people put it out, and then it's just a mess to me. And I, I, I'm I, older, and I, know, I realize that, but I love a project. Because, again, it's such a beautiful art form when somebody can lay out and give you a story, you know, even though if it's – personal and you can, you know, take from that and stuff like that and apply it to your life because maybe you didn't go through the exact same thing, but there's things that you can, you know, extract and stuff, but it's just like this beautiful story that you told throughout. Mm-hmm. Thank you.
1: And I, I love it. It's amazing. Thank you. So how, how long did it take you to develop this, this project? Like, was this something that you, I knew, I know you had the intent of dropping something, mm-hmm. right? Right. But was this a situation where you had some stuff on the books already and then as you started to go through this last year, most of it was created or Mm -hmm. like was it created maybe a little bit earlier, split up a little bit? Like how long did it take you to get this album done?
2: Yeah, um, I think it depends. Okay. Um, As far as beat wise, the music has been produced as early as like 2020 okay like when i first started actually like producing beats okay and then the lyricism i have songs from there that i've written when i was like 23 okay so 10 oh no not 10 years ago <laughs> nine <laughs> nine or eight years ago i think yeah like a year so, ago right?
1: nah, nah, <laughs> nah.
2: <laughs> i think like nine or eight yeah nine or eight uh, years okay. ago um so it's really like a culmination of all not all, but just a lot of the songs that I was ready to let go of. Okay. that started as early as then and some I actually wrote like right before I dropped the project. So. Okay.
1: Was it was it difficult for you to revisit those times cuz I'm guessing some of those are going to be like the earlier parts of the album, right? No. No, okay.
2: <laughs> uh
1: So give me an example of something that was, like, maybe later in the album that was a little bit...
2: Earlier? Yeah. Uh, Thank You For Being You. Okay. I actually wrote that before I added my sons to the song... I wrote that song, like, when they were first born. Awesome. So, Amazing. 2015 was when my youngest, or sorry, my oldest son was, youngest son was born. Okay. I don't know what's happening right now. It's my all right, brain. It's okay. <sighs> <sighs> Driving will do that to you. Oh, yes. Yes. I really don't especially, drive around. Especially out so, <laughs> here. Normally, LaPrey drives, so I'm like a passenger princess. Okay, and I got you. Yeah, so I'm discombobulated. Okay. But, yeah. <laughs> I'll get those numbers to you, the accurate data,
1: another time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, 22 tracks. Now, um, I think in today's musical world, it's you've kind of seen a little bit of both. Like, you've seen a lot of, like, the Drakes will drop. You know, Drakes dropping, like, 30 tracks an album, it seems like. Mm-hmm. And then you see a lot of people doing maybe the short LPs or the EPs, you know, so they're right at that seven song minimum or whatever the case may be. But most people stick to that kind of 10 to 12 range. Yeah. Um, how intentional was the 22? Was it just like, nah, these have to go? Because it doesn't feel long. It's only an hour yeah. and seven minutes, but it is a very, it's not a long listen, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, you don't get tired. And then by the time Make a Mad is done, it's like, okay. <laughs> We're right back at it. Let's do it again. Right? <laughs> um so how intentional was that twenty two? And did you feel like maybe you could have added a couple more? Like how was it how hard was it to kind of dwindle that down to those twenty two?
2: It was really hard to okay. narrow it down. I had a lot of other songs on there, but then okay. I was just like, Okay, that's where you know cloudless sulfur comes in. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um and so, like, for this project, I really focused more on um, just it being about transformation and healing mm-hmm. and telling a story versus, like, specifically R&B or specifically a specific genre or anything like that or including features. I really just wanted it to be, like, my personal gift to the people that have watched me grow mm-hmm. and the people that really were ready to hear what I had to say, you mm-hmm. know, based off of everything that I've experienced. So... Yeah, as far as the number, I think it was just it just narrowed down to that. Okay. Um, but there were a lot more songs.
1: Okay, so you got some, you got some stuff that's that's hitting that cloudless sulfur. A lot. Okay.
0: Yeah. Nice. yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, I f- I forgot to mention too when we were talking about the, about the flow and stuff too. Is there's like poetry mm-hmm. that you do in here mm-hmm. and. Also have to appreciate that as well because a lot of times it will say interlude or whatever, right? And you want to skip it because it says <laughs> interlude. I'm glad you didn't because everything has a meaning to it, you know. Everything, and again, it just it just goes so well. It's, what? Uh, tell me your thought process, I guess, of wh- why putting that in yeah. to this project.
2: Um. I think it was just important for me to articulate that when I say I use my voice, I don't just mean singing Mm -hmm. and I don't just mean rapping. Mm -hmm. I also mean I actually use my voice to speak. And so I just wanted to showcase all those different aspects of how I utilize my Mm -hmm. voice to get a point across in some sort of way.
0: Yeah. Uh, have you ever gone up and done poetry No, nah. uh, because <laughs> <clears throat> now I've never personally been to a place like that. I can't think of the name off the top <coughs> of my head what those are called. Um, like but a poetry slam, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. I would love for you to go up there and like just do some of those. I because I think they're amazing.
3: Thank you. Yeah,
0: I, I think it's awesome. Again, you don't get that very often. Like you might get people like kind of just talking, talking. Crap, or you know, whatever <laughs> they are, they're doing, you know, but it's very rare to get a message in something like an interlude, you know.
1: It just popped into my head, mm. and I don't know why I didn't make this correlation earlier, why I've never made this correlation. It just popped in my head. Very Jill Scottish, mm. very Jill Scottish in the sense of Jill Scott was kind of one of the first major artists that was like. I don't just sing. Yeah, I'm gonna spit a couple bars here and there. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna have true. some poetry lined up, and it's all a, it's all a part of the story in a sense. So you mm-hmm. can't have one without the other. Like you wouldn't have been able to tell the story of Clouded Sulfur without the bars. Yeah, and without the poetry mixed in with your vocal talent. Now, this is what I love about this album. It's gonna go back to the flow.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: He and I are infatuated with an ebb and flow of an album, Mm, right? Thank you. So, it, it, when you have maybe a ballad, follow it up with something that's a little bit more up-tempo than maybe a little bit, maybe another ballad, but don't keep it, you got three, four songs that are
2: the same. same. Mm
1: -hmm. And my personal favorite transition on this album comes early, Mm -hmm. Because the first time I heard this song, Drum, mm, mm-hmm. I lost my ever-loving shit in the <laughs> <tongue>. <laughs> Yeah. That's I, actually
2: me playing in the background, the it, tongue drum.
1: It is, it is. And what I love about it, it's so simple. Yeah. You literally have a drum, and then it's a cappella. Mm. And your voice essentially becomes the instrumentation of the song. Wrapped into what you are talking about throughout this, ocup- and then you go right into how this forever turn into never again. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite song on the album, by the way. I love that I song. I love
2: that you say that. That's actually been out for, like, years now. Like, maybe two or three years. Okay. Um, but... It was re-released on this project along with "Come On" and mm-hmm. "Dream" because I produced the beats for all those songs. Okay,
0: now let's talk about the music. Uh, did you? Are those the only songs that you produced the music for? Or did you do more?
2: For this, for this particular piece? project, yeah. yeah, I produced the entire project.
1: The entire project. Correct. Fire! Thank nice. you. Nice. Yeah, you gotta give it. gotta give you. it up for that. <laughs> Dude, That's amazing. Yeah. How, how 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 difficult is that for you? Hard. Right? Because, I mean, once you finish a beat or whatever instrumentation that you're doing, there's so much that's poured into that. And mm-hmm. then to turn around and to write the message for that, like, what's that process like?
2: Um, Honestly, sometimes it happens at the same time. Okay. Um, Sometimes while I'm, like, making the beat, I hear the hook and I'll, like, record it on my voice memo while I'm making the beat at the same time. Okay. Um And sometimes I just make the beat and then I leave it and then I randomly come back to it and there's old lyrics or there's like new lyrics or I've only put a hook on it. I'm just like, okay, well, we can finish this one. Okay. So I think it just really depends on the song.
1: Favorite song on the album?
2: My favorite is Fallen Alien. Really? really? Yes. Absolutely. Hands down. My
1: favorite song. Why, Why is that?
2: Um, just cause it's like a, I don't know. It's like a vibey song. It is. It very, is. It
1: is. It for is. sure. Yeah. What, what was, because again, we know the track placement was intentional. Mm-hmm. So what was the intent on that essentially being the first song on the album?
2: Uh, it's my statement song because okay. I'm talking about where I'm from. I'm kind of talking about just how I feel in general and, what I've experienced being in this, like on this earth for as long as I have mm-hmm. or as short as I have, as some people perceive um, and just feeling different, you okay. know, and just expressing that and yeah, just knowing that, like, just communicating that I'm not, I'm different. This is not a regular project. It's not a traditional R&B album. It's more alternative mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And yes, yeah, so I just I wanted to be loud and proud with the fact that this is not going to be something that you're really like expecting from me. It's just it's just me.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like a sense of a like a like a, a relief, a little bit of a woo saw after putting this out? Yes. Do you? Hell okay. yeah. <laughs>
2: um, because it's my first one. Okay. Yeah, and I did it all by myself, other than it was Mixed and Mastered by Stan. So Stan Jones, shout out to Stan. Um, But that was the only other help, um, except for Big Baby produced, or sorry, Mixed and Mastered, come on. Okay. And then... um, Prey, she's another artist. She actually helped me engineer, come on. But she's other not, than that. She's
1: not just another artist. No. Yeah, she my girl. You're right. You know what I'm Don't saying? Don't downplay it. Uh, you know what I'm saying?
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: You know, the flowers need to be given. That's my
2: boo You know <laughs> I know, but she be sometimes she would be like you. You got to do it every interview. You got to tell everybody. Yes, sometimes I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. you got to tell them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, they got to know.
1: Yeah, you got to mm-hmm. put a tag on it. No, how 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 um how has that your your relationship um affected over this last year? Yeah. Right? How has that Affected your music?
2: Um, I mean, some of the songs were inspired by her. Okay. So, I would say that it enhanced my music. Okay. Um, that you have that, her
1: there, like, creatively with you on certain songs, or?
2: Yeah, on certain songs on this album, not as much. Okay. Um, she was gone most of the time, and okay. I was just at home engineering everything by myself. Fire.
0: Is it? Is it also? Is it hard to? communicate or write some of the stuff that's like really emotional it's like because i've always like curious about how artists can talk about some of those things that are deep down inside Mm. about either being you know like feeling weird or you know
2: Mm -hmm.
0: you know even heartbreak you know or whatever (coughs) is that difficult to do sometimes
2: um and i think it ties into like what you were saying about like the relationship i think that being in a relationship with someone that holds the space for me to feel however i want to feel is i think what helps me have less fear mm-hmm. and anxiety when it comes to expressing my truth um and i think it's just because no matter what like she's always a fan mm. you know she's always supportive um mm. And I think it's important, like, even if you don't have a significant other, just to have that one person that, you know, every song they listen to, they're just like, yep, it's a smash. You know, Mm -hmm. even if even if, you know, in your mind or you feel like in your mind, it's not just having that super fan that's always Mm -hmm. rooting for you no matter what. Mm -hmm. And pushing you to be your best self and beyond yourself is is very crucial as an artist.
0: So On the other side of that, is it also beneficial to have somebody who's like I don't like that because of this? Um more, more more critical, not like, oh that just sucks. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah.
2: Um For me it's not helpful because I'm I'm that, you know. Oh okay. so,
0: so you provide that subject for correct. yourself. So, gotcha.
2: Um, I'm like the hardest. Like yeah. I mean, I had so much fear and anxiety with dropping this project because I was just like I made the beats, I engineered the mm-hmm. session mm-hmm. I wrote this this is me singing, you know there's nobody for me to fall back on mm-hmm. if, you know, the world I don't know why I had this delusion in my mind that one person not liking it meant the entire world wasn't going to like it mm-hmm. Um but yeah it took, you know, having those people in my life that were like, no, don't because I was like, throw it all away mm. just forget it forget <laughs> yeah. it, forget it, forget it and she was just like, no, you can't, mm-hmm. you can't do that. And um, I think also having her, she dropped her project before me, so I think just being able to experience that with her mm-hmm. okay. and it helped me kind of prepare for when it was my turn after.
1: Yeah. Um, was go ahead? Right. When was that final decision made?
2: That it was coming out. Yeah. Like uh, when, when
1: when when did you hit send?
2: Uh, the first of December. Okay. It wasn't the third.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> and so once you hit send, now what? Panic. You, okay. No, I'm <laughs> yeah.
2: Um. Uh, at that point in time, I really just started to reach out to people okay. and really kind of pull on my resources to figure out opportunities for me to, you know, showcase the project and Mm -hmm. talk to different people. Um, I was supposed to schedule a listening party, but it didn't end up working out. So, um, yeah, it was really just me like coming to terms with the project, coming to terms with the fact that it was out, just accepting it, even though I was really afraid,
3: Mm
2: -hmm. um, because it was something that I wanted to do. Like, I wrote it down. I, you know, created a vision board around it. I was telling you guys, you know, I was Mm -hmm. like, I'm not dropping nothing Mm -hmm. because it's not here yet. But, you know, I took the I took from I spent all of October producing the project. And then November and December was really just like getting things in order to where as soon as it came out, I knew what I was doing. I had a plan in regards to marketing and promotion and. I had all the content that I needed to make sure that at least socially people knew about it.
1: Okay. And I, to me, and I still find this fascinating and I know Zeke touched on it the, the last time you were here. Like it, it's very fascinating for you to talk about yourself in that manner. And then for us to watch you, like, I think I use the correct word is like absolutely demolish it
3: on stage <laughs> where
1: your presence I think, in the public is just so bright and large and and bold. And you know what I mean? So I think that's what's always been, as an outsider looking in, the craziest thing. is like, you're panicking about this project that you are, are probably more qualified than 90% of the people <laughs> out here to be wow. dropping a project, right? Wow. Like, legit, because... You have worked with some of the best people that are that have come out of Arizona. Um, And beyond that. And and you have such a wide variety of how you can deliver your message. And you have a message. Like most people don't even got shit to talk about. You have a story. That, and you can sing. And you can sing. Like I, I was trying not to bring that in because Shelby <laughs> trying to act like, "Well, you know, man, I don't want you know a thing. I just kind of do this, you know what I mean?" <laughs> so, um, I think it's amazing. Now, what was to, to Zeke's point earlier about going through some of these moments that you had to not only write um, but perform to create the project? Was there any one song that was, or any one track on the album that was, like, difficult to do? Mm, that difficult. was like, what was the most difficult song for you to get out?
2: Um, honestly, there were two. Okay. For different reasons. Um, I would say MVP was one of them. Mm-hmm. And Fly Home Fanatic. Okay. Mm. The other one. Those two were probably the hardest for me to create.
1: Why?
2: Um, MVP is just like kind of expressing what you just said. You know, it's like on the outside looking in, you know, people feel like this lifestyle is glamorous. And, you know, it is. It is sometimes. Mm. Mm-hmm. But... The flip side to that is the what I've had to go through in order to create the music. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just pretend. I'm not just, like, make-believing that I experienced this traumatic life. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually lived it. And so I think that it was important for me to let people know, like, it may feel and it may look and seem easy.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But there's a lot at play that inspired the walk and the journey that I have right now okay. If that makes sense mm-hmm. Um, And I figured It was kind of like a satirical thing To like sing that I'm the R&V MVP and then rap In the verses right? So I just yeah It was also just like Having to express in that Form and like it not Necessarily being the primary Form that people Know me for Right and just having the insecurity of, like, does this really, you know, is this really making a lot of sense or is this too egotistical? I just didn't want to, like, give that message of, like, you know, that like this is about pride because it's not about pride. Right. It's really, like, more <coughs> irony in a way.
1: Which which I have to say. um, And I've, I've seen you. I've heard you rap before. I had to look at the damn. I had to look at the damn car. I was, like, oh, she's I said, "Who's snapping like that?" I said, "Okay, all right." Um, and why? So why fly home, fanatic?
2: Um, it's, uh, it's about my brother. He passed away um earlier last year in March, uh. and um he was. We all used to be in a rap group together, um as kids. It was called Holy Ghost Boys, but mm. I, was, I was the girl for mm. some reason. I felt like I was a boy at the time. I don't know.
3: Okay. But,
2: um, <laughs> yeah, we were rapping, and we were touring, and, yeah, we always wanted to do music. And so he stayed here and grew up and, you know, established his own, you know, record company, Blueprint Records. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were communicating, and we had plans to kind of take over Arizona, you know uh-huh. now that we're kind of older and more mature and more in alignment with like our identity as artists and creatives right and so him passing away was just really hard for me because I haven't lost a lot of people in my life okay um at least not people that I have been close to
3: okay
2: and so losing him it just really it really hurt me in yeah. a lot of ways yeah. and so yeah yes. that that was the hard part about it it's just like grieving his loss but also you know, like it's it's not it's like a la carte type of song, but I chose to put it on my album because, you know, that was a part of my journey as well. Being right. in course, his life, yeah. him being in my life and losing him and losing him on the same year that I'm like finally producing music and, and getting my first project out, and he's not here to yeah. really like share that moment with me.
1: And he has such an impact on
2: Absolutely
1: so many people in this city. So I think it was a great a great ode. Um and you know, you're you're carrying on the torch, and so many other people are, are as well. You know, yeah. what I mean that we're close to him, and so I think that's amazing. Um, are you? Have you? Is this where it's at? Like wherever you went through, clouded sulfur, it's there. Like we've ah, let it go.
2: Oh, do you mean like?
1: As far as all the emotions that you were able to oh. express, it's like, now oh, I have am to, I
2: finished?
1: With that part of the oh, story. Oh, like telling
2: those stories? Yeah.
1: And how you feel about that, like emotionally?
2: Um, to be honest, I feel like, it, I mean, they'll always be the same emotions. They'll just evolve in different ways. Okay. So I don't think the stories will ever end. Okay. I think it's really just the chapters. So, if, yeah, I guess we could say that those chapters have closed. Okay. And there are new things to discover in those same, those same areas.
1: Mm, I love that.
0: How has the overall reception been of this album?
2: It's been good. Um, it's been really good, to be honest. Um, honestly, a lot of people, it takes them a couple days to get through the project. A lot of people have been saying, like, I would try to listen to it and I had to take a break. And I'm getting back on it. And then, so, I'm still waiting to hear back um, from a lot of different people. But people have just been like, I've heard the first half, and it's amazing. Mm -hmm. And I'll let you know when I get through the second half. Um, But it's only been 11 days. And it's, like, Mm -hmm. almost at, I think, 2,000 streams. Probably more than that, to be honest.
1: Let's get it up. Let's
0: run it up. I
2: know. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. We got to run that up. Run it up. Is there a reason why people have said, is it just because people are just popcorn and
0: I, I, I mean, you can, you can answer this, but I mean, I kind of want to answer this because I, I just feel like that's kind of what our society is today, yeah. right? It's very, give me one song and we get out. Uh, give me a single, give me two songs, get me out. Um, I don't think that's personal. I just mm-hmm. think that's society today. Yeah. It's TikTok, it's Instagram stories, it's YouTube shorts, give me... The quick bite of something. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we. I can say the same thing for our long-form podcast here. People watch it. People listen to it. But where do we get thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of views? Mm-hmm. Uh, minute clip. You know, so they get the piece of it. It does attract some people to go listen right. to the whole thing. But for whatever reason, people just like to – you just keep moving, you yeah. know, and – it's one of my journeys in life, <laughs> is for people to sit down and enjoy it. Mm. If you can sit down and enjoy a movie for two hours, now they're three. <laughs> Movies are
1: forever. Straight to up me. three hours out the gate. Yeah, the, out they're the forever. Gate.
0: Music, sit down and enjoy it. Forty-five like, minutes. I just remember a time of me sitting in my bedroom with <coughs> a tape player.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And sitting down and then taking out, flipping it for side B, you know, and and enjoying that process. And I think if I can speak to all the people out there, I think people need to start enjoying music that way again. You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with singles and stuff like that. Don't get me wrong. But I'm saying, like, when somebody puts out a project that you enjoy or if you want to listen to, I think you should. I think you should sit down and listen to it. If it's an hour, if it's an hour and a half, if it's... 20 minutes if it's 45 minutes sit down with that artist has intended which you have intended to put out in front of somebody and go enjoy this please yeah yeah. go get the story
1: man you know go get the story because honestly as much as songs are are done well by themselves it like I said as you listen to the like I called I called you the first day What I tell you I called you first I said bro you gotta listen Mm mm-hmm and I mean, you have to pay attention to the order. Let yourself immerse in this. Mm-hmm. Because by the time you're done, you're yeah, like... You, you like to give me spoilers, is what you like I'll be telling you. are yeah, <laughs> going, hey, bro. Yeah, you I'm just like, got to... You yeah, I'm like, yeah, shot no. at got shot at
0: the <laughs> 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 end. That's that one-minute clip, right? Yeah.
1: That's it.
0: That's got to So do you feel the same way,
2: though? Um, or just a different? I think that um, it's an hour and -hmm. seven minutes long. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's a long time for a lot of people Mm -hmm. to be at rest. And Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. it's very important for you to be in a relaxed state in order to really, like you said, see the story. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: I think also imagination is not encouraged as much. Mm -hmm. And... Like you said, there are people that are willing to sit down and watch a movie because it doesn't require you to use your imagination. You mm. see the image in front of you.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I think, you That's know, when point. it comes to, like, auditory things, if there really isn't, I mean, nowadays, you know, like, think about Beyonce. She created a whole visual album for that this very, very reason. Yeah. Um, and I think that um it's important. I think visuals are important, but for me being more descriptive and being able to paint Mm -hmm. that picture without having to utilize a visual was more important to Mm me. Um, and so that's why it's 22 tracks and if people don't listen, I mean, well, thank you for me. Thank you. It's mostly for me (laughs) anyway. So, Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, well, yeah, you got to make art for yourself, right? You know, and then there's going to be people that maybe don't like it or, or like not their jam or whatever. And that's, that's fine. That's, it's just like, you know, what's behind you. People are like nigga, it's stupid what's behind you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's 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 a you know, it's a stupid piece of little art. But I mean, you either enjoy it or you don't. Right. You know what I mean? And you gotta do it for yourself. Yeah. So I think that's super important.
1: Are you thinking about speaking of visuals, are you thinking about um, putting together like a collection of visuals for the project? Are you already yes. in works on some stuff?
2: Um, I would like to. Okay. Not yet. Okay. I I really value partnerships, okay. and I think that for me, I really would like to grow with the videographer. Okay, um, and approach it more in like a filmmaker's type mm-hmm. of way versus so, yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. Versus just like going like a la carte, single for single, mm-hmm. and dropping it that way. And see,
1: that was kind of my like what I was seeing for it was like maybe creating pockets of like four song we're gonna do four songs where it's telling this specific story mm-hmm. and then maybe another four or maybe just this four for you to go yeah. to the box office right mm-hmm. audio wise right so
2: yeah like making a film but then incorporating the music mm-hmm. and it being like a little bit longer versus like The song links entirety, maybe like pieces, and nobody better steal my idea because I feel like (laughs) people are gonna steal this, and then you're gonna see this, you know, these like little mini movies (coughs) where it's like transitioning song for song. You know what I'm saying? I
1: I think there's only one artist that we've seen in recent history, and that's why what brought it to my mind is an artist that we really love named Sipo. Mm -hmm. He's out of the UK. He's an alternative um, art, like alternative R and B. And he kind of did something similar where he took, like, three songs.
3: Mm.
1: He created videos for each song, but then put them all together into, the, like, this mini-movie. That's dope. And then when when you watch it, like, we already kind of got the vibes from what he was telling just because we listen that mm-hmm. way. But then to see, like, because you never know, right? And then to see, like, oh, yes, that is exactly yeah. what he was trying to mm-hmm. portray in the, in mm-hmm. the, in the songs. And, sure. and that's where I think with listening to this story of clouded sulfur to have that visual to be like I knew I was right I knew I was right you know and to enjoy it you know yeah, what I mean yeah. to to get that visual of what you are you are your intent you yeah know?
2: yeah I think that um dropping it in the beginning of the year really gives me the opportunity to let it showcase it yeah you know, and and Take my time focusing yes. on the visuals. Um, for now, I really just want people to listen okay. and enjoy the experience, and come up with their own visuals for it. Dope. Um, so that way, when the music does come out, you know they know the lyrics and they are understanding of it in their own way mm-hmm. before they see how I decided to paint the picture. Mm.
1: Great
0: point. I think that's. I think that's super that's smart. A, that's a I really do. I. I think that's another problem I have too. Is where. A lot of artists will just go drop, <coughs> drop, drop, and just keep moving, which is I, I don't. For my brand, it's too chaotic. Like <laughs> let's let's just you know focus on this project. And like I love sitting with the project. I just do. I just there's just something to me. There's something very therapeutic about that 100%. of just and then kind of mulling over that, and then then hearing all the little pieces of you know your little runs in the background or, you know, I'm starting to hear that stuff now as I'm listening to, to your, you know, cause your first listen, you're just trying to get the concept and, yeah. you know, and then it goes and then you're like, Oh, wait, what was, yeah. Cause I always listen to headphones. So I was like, what was that in the background? Run that back, but, <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> I love stuff like that though. Yeah. Cause you get little pieces. It's, it's like a, I don't know. Yeah, it's the imagination part. I think that's the best way to actually yeah. say it. I've never really thought about it that way. But it is the imagination part of your brain. It's like lighting up in my brain. I'm like, Ooh. you know,
1: it's just super exciting. I love it. I could just hear that. Why would you play me <laughs> behind the the acapella of, that, of drum? Mm-hmm. And she just hits this note where it's just like I can I'm not even going to attempt to do it. <laughs> my voice is going to snap, crackle, and pop like rice <laughs> and krispies. Okay. Um. So what? What else? What else is is going on with Shell? I mean, obviously you got this amazing project, and I want before I want people to know this is not because Shell is here. The project is absolute fire. It, <laughs> it's going to bring you to tears. It's going. It's going to make you dance. Mm-hmm. She talks about heartbreak and. It, in a way, in a pop song, <laughs> <laughs> that is—it's amazing. Um, got this amazing project. Tremendous growth uh, over the last year, spiritually, musically, emotionally. All—all all of the, like I said, all the O's, all the A's at the end. Uh, but what else is? What else is good with with Shell? What can? What can we look forward to? And, and what you got going on?
2: Um. A lot. There's a lot going on. I want to hear all There's of it. There's always a lot okay. going
1: on. Because you you, the last time you did this, you no, were like, I got a lot. going line. on? I want to hear it. Uh, Some of it, at least. Whatever you whatever you want to do Yeah. Most.
2: So this Saturday, I am going to be uh, doing like an acoustic set at uh, Wax Broker, which is a... Um, record store inside of, sorry, a vinyl store inside of Arrowhead Mall. Okay. Um, So they have a little patio out there, so I'm going to be outside performing pieces of my project and a couple other things. At the end of this month, um, I'll be performing at That Vibe Brunch. They are Mm -hmm. celebrating their fourth anniversary. Okay. I believe that's the 27th or the 28th. Okay. Um, February... Um, I just have a lot of different like podcast interviews, okay. radio interviews and stuff like that. Going so you on. came here
0: first? I did. Awesome. I
2: love it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, <laughs> Score.
0: Uh, <Crushed> it. <laughs> uh, to kind of piggyback though, off of like the shows and stuff that you do, is there like a website or can they follow you to you post stuff like that? Like where you're yeah. going to be?
2: Yes, I post on my Instagram. Okay. Um, so my Instagram is Shell Music Official, C H E L L E, Music Official. And that's where everything is. Okay. That's yeah. where everything is. I just
0: want people to go actually go check you out. You know, yeah. and, you know, in, in the two, you're doing all these live shows, right? Mm-hmm. You said, well, you did over 100 last year.
2: Yes, and I will be doing probably double that this year. Well, okay. So,
0: I, I mean,. What better way to? I love live music too. Like, there's just nothing better than live music. Mm -hmm. Like, it's one thing to listen to a project or song or whatever. Um, actually seeing the artist perform their music—it's just nothing. It's better live. It it, is nine times out of ten, unless there's a studio band or
2: yeah, or unless you're like an auto-tune soul Mm -hmm. type of artist and you don't. You're not used to performing, like, without Mm -hmm. (coughs) autotune. I think live is way, way, way better.
0: I think live is better, too, because it's the human element, too, right? Like, you might not sing everything exactly perfect the way, but that's the beauty of it, right? Because what you might sing at, you know, Saturday from the end of the month, it's going to be very similar, but it might be just a little yeah. bit different. You know, you might throw a little something in there not even really knowing, right? Yeah. But it's just one of those beautiful things that you get from artists all, mm-hmm. all the time. And you're like, this is why you go to shows. Because yeah. you get that
2: personal the experience. Experience The visual, culture. like you said. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. So. Now I yeah. have to ask, since uh, we want to talk about anything else music?
2: Um, yeah. Okay. So starting in March, I will be doing my own weekly event. Um so I have a band now.
1: Nice. You yeah, do. I do.
2: I have a awesome. band. Awesome. We got a we got a band. Um so we are called the Butterfly Effect. I love it. I
3: okay. Know. Okay. I so love like it. Buttery, yeah. I love it. You know me. what I'm saying? I love it. You know what I'm
2: saying? Um, so, yeah. Uh, <coughs> we were originally supposed to be uh, starting the show in February, but uh, it's actually been pushed back to March. So, starting in March, every Thursday, I will be performing with my band, and also it's going to be an open mic style. So Fire. Not only will I be performing with my band, but other creatives, other artists will have the opportunity to perform as well. Awesome.
1: Do you know where it's going to be at already?
2: I do. But I'm not going to tell anyone yet.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Hey. you got to follow me on Instagram. (laughs) Okay. There you go. And then, you
2: you know, subscribe and turn your notifications on so Mm -hmm. that when you see it, you see it.
0: How uh, How many band members
2: you got? Uh, one, two, three, four, five,
0: six. And what's not the,
2: including me? So that's seven. yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, so what What are the instruments? That yes, three line? vocalists, okay,
2: a bassist, mm-hmm. a keyboard player, and a drummer. Nice, still so, looking for a guitar player. So, hmm, if
0: you're, if you're
2: those, a guitar player, uh, then, those yeah. finicky guys, not even. I just think, <laughs> you know, I just say
0: that because I, I play, all I the play band-
2: Lucas so. and uh, yeah. <laughs> uh
1: yeah so wow. if anybody out there can get down on a on a on a guitar,
2: yeah, I could sing the guitar, you know I, yeah. could, I could make it up, <laughs> yeah, but there's nothing like that. the singing of a guitar,
1: yes, yes, so you, you were you keep going, you had some,
0: oh, I was just gonna say, are you still doing your uh, reading stuff?
2: I do, but I did not bring my cards this time.
0: that's all right, I just <laughs> I was just seriously curious if you still do that or yes.
2: not yes, yeah. um. Honestly, though, the clients that I work with now, um, I don't even use cards. Oh, no. No. Okay. Um, because I have like a lot of people that I've worked with for like over a year, and eventually mm-hmm. you build enough trust with me to where you're kind of just utilizing your own intuition, and I'm just supporting that in the process. Okay. So it's like, how it is, it just turns into like an intuitive coaching session Mm. where there are things that I still receive intuitively on that person's behalf, but it's more so like, hey, I want to share with you this moment that I had where, you know, intuitively we talked about it last Mm. time and here's what happened. Here's what my intuition told me to do. How do you, what are you getting from that energy? Mm -hmm. So it's more so like where in the beginning, I'm just kind of, Connecting with them to prove that, hey, I'm I'm receiving this information. I'm confirming with you the things that your intuition is saying. And then eventually it just develops into, like, hey, here's what my intuition told me this week. And here's what happened. And I want to share that with you. And just me continuously, like, encouraging them to keep Mm -hmm. going. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Nice. Um, And then I also just uh, picked up on hypnotherapy. So I also do hypnotherapy. So... Yeah. Yeah. Wait, hold Not, on. that's hypnotism. <laughs> hypnotherapy is a little bit different. Yeah, what, what is that then? Yeah. Um so I mean there are things like that involved in it. Um hypnotherapy is essentially hypnosis, but what we do is we pretty much get someone into their most relaxed state to so where they can actually communicate through their subconscious mind mm. to shift their perspective. So If the issue is that they want to quit smoking, Mm -hmm. we pretty much would work with their subconscious to figure out, you know, when was the first time you started smoking? Mm -hmm. What is it that triggered that? And how can we reframe whatever that is that triggered you to do it so that in your waking life now, when you feel that triggering, Mm -hmm. you'll remember what we worked on. And you'll have Mm -hmm. a different perspective and you'll make a different choice. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um I think it's really awesome work that I do. Um, A lot of the time I work with people's inner child trauma.
1: Mm. So not. That makes sense.
2: Not therapy. Not psychology in that I diagnose or treat anything. But more (coughs) so pretty much just like getting them to really talk to themselves and Mm. deal with themselves and go back into those um, traumatic experiences and helping them to see it from a third party perspective versus being immersed in it when they're triggered by things.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Makes sense.
2: So, yeah. Well, cool.
0: <laughs> Wait, did we just do a
2: podcast? What
3: just happened?
0: <laughs> what just happened right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that no, you're still awesome. doing that. Yeah, you know? for sure. yeah, Because I know you were really passionate about, about that before. Yes. You know, I'm glad you're still pursuing that and in, in kind of digging deeper into different areas of that. Yeah. Find that very fascinating.
2: Yeah. I'm starting to study the brain and, you know, the subconscious mind, the conscious mind, superconscious mm. mind, all the different levels and different levels of, you know, altered states of consciousness to where
0: like, they could you know, get deep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah like <coughs> past life regression and all types of stuff. It's interesting nice. work.
1: Nice. So is there anything that we missed? Anything? I don't think so. We need to cover?
2: I don't think so. <laughs> um,
1: I, I want, I, I honestly, I want to personally say, first and foremost, thank you for coming back through 100%. Thank
2: you for having me.
1: Um, it is, like we said before, and that remains the same, it is an open door policy, so if in a month from now, you're like, hey, gotta come back <laughs> Take through. Me back! Yeah, no, <laughs> no, 100%. Uh, we will make it happen. Um, you know, we, obviously we all got crazy lives, but mm-hmm. we'll figure out whatever that day may be. Um, keep us, you know, tapped in with everything you got going on. Um, oh, and, and definitely send over all the events. We, you know, we'll try to make as much as as possible in in this crazy 2024 that's already started with Cat Williams calling out the whole comedy industry and all <laughs> kind of other stuff. Um. Well, yeah, definitely keep us tapped in with events and stuff like that. And uh, looking forward to your event with your band that you're going to be starting. Yes. And I want to say from, I, I, and I'm going to speak on behalf of both of us, that we are super rooting for you. And, and please always remember how fucking dope you are. Because oh, you yeah. are that dope. Thank you. And this album, like I said, the... The epiphany that I had of Jill Scott was like, and this is one of my Jill Scott's one of my favorite artists, so <laughs> I love it. Um, let the people know where they can find you. Yes, where yes. they need to go get the yes. album. Get give them all the info.
2: Yes, so um, you can find me on all music platforms under Shell Shellnay, C H E L L E N A E. The album is available everywhere, even on YouTube. Um, you can look up. Shell nay, the same thing. Um, I really only work on Instagram as far as social media. So, C-H-E-L-L-E Music Official. Um, there is a link in my bio as well that will connect you to my YouTube page, my music, and a lot of other stuff. So, yeah.
0: Well, thank you so much for calling. Again, like he said, you come back anytime you want. Open door policy. And you have to come back. When Your next cloudless,
2: yeah, I will. sulfur comes out. I will. Whenever that is, I will. if it's
0: two years from now, if it's a year from now, oh, whatever it is,
2: it's not <laughs> going to be two years from now. Okay,
0: well, whatever it is, please come back because we'd love to because we like to deep dive into these and talk about them. It's just so much fun for us.
2: Thank you. So thank you. Yeah, so and much. like you
0: said, we are rooting for you all the time. We love seeing you out there. Thank you. Please come back anytime you want. It's always a pleasure having you here.
2: Thank you so much.
0: Uh, you guys stay safe and stay positive out
1: there. Go get Clouded Sulfur. And as always, do it. This is the Gray Space. Peace.
3: Peace.